I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. For those of you that are new here, my name is Jess Gale and this podcast is all about making dressage make sense. I hope you enjoy. Now, we've all been there where you have, you're at a competition, you have a caller, so you haven't learnt your test, you haven't run through your test before the competition and quite frankly, you are winging it. You kind of muddle your way through the test, grateful to have made it through, hopefully without any major disasters, and you're happy with a clear round where nothing major went wrong. Now, as you rode through the test, you were more focused on kind of where you were going than how your horse was going, how accurately you were riding, or what was actually going on. And when someone asks you how the test went, you're not really too sure. Now, this is a situation I think that we are all too familiar with. Whether you do this as a child or you do it now, I will admit I do this more often than I'd care to admit. And I think we can all agree it isn't the most efficient, most productive or the best way to compete. So what is the best way? How do you turn the situation to a competition where you're riding down that centre line confident and knowledgeable of exactly what you need to do to ride every movement beautifully and exactly what you need to do for your horse to go perfectly and coming away from the test with the judge thinking that you looked confident, you looked competent and it was just lovely and easy and harmonious to watch. The answer, in case you haven't realised from the title, is test riding. Now, before we get stuck into this, I want to talk a little bit about what test riding actually is and the difference between test riding and the training or the schooling that we usually do at home. So if you imagine you're getting on your horse with the intention of training and you are looking to improve your circles. It may be that you want more bend or more suppleness or you're focusing on keeping the same rhythm and the same tempo. Or even that you're maybe focusing on the straightness without the quarters sticking in or out. 
how you do this in your sessions is going to totally depend on your horse it's going to depend on you it's going to depend if you've done this with your coach or your trainer before now there may be some exercises you intend to do it might be that you're going to try a different approach or you're just going to ride some circles and you're going to try these different things out and aim to kind of see an improvement by the end of the session now this is what training is Test riding, though, is really different. When we ride a test, we don't want the test to get better and better and improve and make an improvement by the end. We need it to be good from the very beginning. And so when we test ride, our focus is on being able to ride a good circle, followed by a good transition, followed by a good change of rein and so on. And we all know that if you take a look at how many times you go into your school, you are going to be spending far more time training than test riding. And that's totally fine because our training improves our horses. It improves our riding. It improves our position. It improves how our horses go. And that's great. But we have to be aware that by doing this, we get really comfortable training our horses. We get really comfortable making tweaks and doing lots of different exercises and patterns and going over things again when they go wrong. What we don't get as much practice at is setting our horses up, being able to perform a good quality movement at the right time, at the right marker, straight from the get go. And we don't get good practice at dealing with mistakes in the movement rather than stopping and starting again. Now, if I asked you how many times this week do you think that you rode a circle and didn't focus on whether it was the right size or the right shape? How many times did you ride around the arena not thinking about whether you went into all your corners or whether you had your horse straight on that long side or whether you had them bent around your inside leg in the corners? Now, if you can tell me honestly that every single circle you rode, every single corner you rode, every single movement or change of direction was accurate at the marker you wanted, where you wanted it to be at and of a good quality then you don't need test riding. But I personally don't think that any rider would be able to say hand on heart that every circle they do, every straight line they do, every movement they do is accurate at the marker when they want it to be. And this is why we test ride. This is why test riding is so important because it teaches us all those skills of riding accurately Because ultimately, we're not going to focus on the size and the shape of our circle every time. You're not going to be able to focus on that ability to be able to ride things accurately. Now, the first stumbling block on the road to riding this really lovely, wonderful test is that a lot of riders don't actually know what a good circle is or a good centre line is or a good transition should be like. They don't know exactly what the judge is looking for. Now, if that's you, we have loads of podcast episodes on these different movements. But if you want to go really in depth, we do have workshops over on the training platform, which is our membership group. And these workshops focus on each individual movement that you have to ride in the test, exactly what the judge is looking for and what you need to do to show and get a really good mark, as well as obviously how to ride them. 
So if you want to join us and learn about this, then obviously I'm going to suggest you come and join our membership group. And all the info for that is in the description. But ultimately, what you need to know is exactly what the judge is looking for and what you need to do to get a really good mark for every single movement that is in your test. If you don't know it, research it, look it up or come join our group. But ultimately, you need to know. And once you do know, you know what you're trying to achieve and what you're aiming for. It's going to give you that clarity for your test riding session so you know what you need to do. So that's the first thing you have to do. You have to be really clear on exactly what you should be doing for each movement. And then from there, you just need to practice until you can do it. Now, I know that's potentially a rather oversimplistic way of explaining it, but ultimately it's true. Test riding is just about knowing what to do and practicing how to set up the movement and how to make it accurate at the marker at the right time and that movement's of really good quality. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some things that every horse can do and you can do that work for every horse that's going to set them up in the right way for you to be able to do a really good circle or a really good centerline. But there are other types of preparation that are far more individual. And this is what your test riding is for. It's about working out what you need to do to prepare your horse and set them up to ride these really good movements at the accurate time. So one horse might need a half halt beforehand. One might need a little bit more leg. One might need to be a little bit more supple. And all of this, to be fair, can be our first reason why we need to be doing more test riding, because it makes us gain more clarity on what the judges are looking for and how we need to ride the movements. But it also helps us to practice riding a good quality, accurate movement from the beginning and learning exactly what we need to do to get that so that when we do go down the centre line at a competition, we know not only what we should be doing, but we know exactly what we need to do to get it straight away. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, the next benefit of test riding is about dealing with problems in our test. So when we train at home, if we do something wrong or we make a mistake or we just get our head in a bit of a muddle or we don't understand or there's something that spooks our horse, we go round and we just try again. Now, obviously, in a test, we can't do that. We can't stop. We can't take a circle. We can't come round and try again. 
So like we've already said, we need to be able to set our horse up and prepare them so they're able to do that movement to a really good quality and accurately first time round. But ultimately, we are humans riding horses and sometimes things go wrong. So we also need to learn how to deal with problems or issues when we're in the movement and also after the movement that it doesn't then end up impacting everything else after. So let's say you're doing a counter canter and your horse breaks into trot. In training, what we would do is we'd circle back, we'd pick up canter and we'd go again. But we can't do that in a test. So if that was you, what are you going to do? What's going to be the best possible way to deal with this so we don't lose more marks? Should we carry on in trot and miss out the trot transition at the marker because we're going to get it and get our horse together and it not kind of influence the rest of the movements? Or are you going to try and pick up the canter again as quickly as possible so you can still do your transition to trot and get a good mark for that? And what happens if you do try to pick up that right canter, but your horse picks up the wrong lead? Now, all these questions are going to be questions that run through your head in a test if this issue happens to you. But if you come across this issue test riding at home, you get really good practice at dealing with the issue straight away. You have more movements coming up, so you have to get your horse back together as quickly as possible. And so you get really good practice at kind of fixing things and getting it back together so it doesn't then influence the next movement and the next movement and ultimately the rest of the test. And again, this is only going to come with practice. By test riding at home, you not only get this practice of getting your horse back together and practice at carrying on, but you also then become really aware of the potential mistakes or the potential issues that you might have when you go and do this test at an actual competition. So you're going to be far more prepared and far more ready to deal with these issues or even better, you're going to get really good at stopping them from happening in the first place because you're going to be able to anticipate it. And the beauty of doing it at home is that you can ask your trainer if you have a problem like with the counter canter and you're not sure the best way to approach that problem, you can have that conversation so you know the best way to deal with it if it happens in a test. Now, you can't do that halfway through a test. We can't stop, ask our trainer or the judge what the best way is to deal with it and then carry on. So we've got to be prepared and we've got to ask these questions and find these things out before we go down that centre line. So you can learn about it, you can grow your knowledge and you can get practice at dealing with it before you go down the centre line. Now, from a mindset side as well, I've seen so many riders who have a mistake at a show and then just shut down. They forget their test, they just crumble and nothing seems to be able to get the test back on track. Now, this can happen to everyone. So if this is you, do try doing test riding at home because it's going to be that perfect place where you're in a less high pressure environment to practice dealing with these kind of issues away from a competition atmosphere. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about is the fact that you can practice riding the test when you test ride in a slightly different way and you can test it to see if it's actually going to work and if it's actually going to make the test better before you actually go and do it at a show. 
Now, so often I will go and warm up one of my riders at a show and I will ask them what their goal is or what they're going to focus on in the test. And they will say things to me like, let's say, I'm going to go for more power today or I'm going to ride a really accurate test or I'm going to try and make my horse more supple. And it's not that these aren't necessarily really good goals for a test. It's more that this won't be related to anything that we have been focusing on in our training sessions at home. And it won't be anything to do with what we have been focusing on in our test riding. And so whilst the goals may be really good goals for the test, these riders won't have practiced riding their horses like this before. And equally, they won't know actually how they are going to ride the test. How are they going to ride more accurately? How are they going to ride with more power? How are they going to actually make this work? And these are the questions that we ultimately answer when we test ride. Or in the case of these riders, after they finish their test, And in case anyone was wondering, obviously, no, these things didn't work when these riders came up with these goals and went in and tried to do it, but had not practiced the how. Now, obviously, from a coach's perspective, I am there to be able to help them so I can have that conversation with them at the time. But if your coach isn't there or equally, if they don't pick up on this, then This is something that could be causing you loads of issues in your test, because if you're going in and you're deciding to work on something or you set a goal for your test at a show, there is nothing in relation to anything that you've practiced at home before. The likelihood is it's probably not going to work because you've never practiced it before. And so if you want to ride your test with more power or with more activity or with more suppleness or ride it more accurately, that's great. But think about how you're actually going to do it in the first place and then test it out. Does it actually work when you ride your horse like that? Does it actually get you the goal that you're trying to achieve? Does it actually make them more active or more supple or does it make you ride more accurately? And ultimately, is there a different way of riding that might get you better results? And does riding like this actually make it possibly even look rushed or look a bit inconsistent or a bit resistant? And all of these questions are things that we answer in our test riding sessions. It can help us to work out the best approach for riding these tests so that when we do actually go down centerline, we know what we're doing. So ultimately, your test riding sessions are there for you to learn, for you to practice, for you to make mistakes and find out what works best for you and your horse. So you know exactly what you need to do when you go down that centre line at your competition, exactly what you need to do to show you and your horse off to the best of your ability. So this whole episode then is going to be your call now to go out and do a bit of test riding this week it doesn't have to be a whole session running through a whole test it can be that you spend five minutes at the end of your session focusing on riding a really good really straight really accurate center line and working out what you need to do to get it or focusing on making your transitions more accurate so they're happening exactly at the marker exactly when you want them to Or you could even practice your warm-up, the warm-up that you do at a competition and time it. If you normally allow 30 minutes to warm up, set yourself a timer on your phone and when that buzzer or that alarm goes off, 
ask yourself, would you actually be happy to go down the centre line right now? If you are, that's great. You know that your warm up gets you what you want. And so when you go and do it at a competition, you know that it's going to work and get you the results that you want. If it doesn't, what do you need to do differently in your warm up to get your horse how you want them to be? Now, all these things, practicing your warm up, practicing riding accurate movements when you want, practicing riding through a whole test and working out what you need to do to make each movement the best they can be. And equally working out what to do when things go wrong is what test riding is all about. And when you do all of these things and these are ultimately all things that you can do in one test riding session. But the more you do, obviously, the better it gets. Ultimately, you end up going down that centre line confident in what you need to do and ready for any issues that might crop up. From a judge's perspective, they're going to see a rider that looks really confident, that looks like they knows what they're doing, that is preparing their horse and they can see that preparation. And it's going to make the whole test look easy and harmonious and just really lovely and easy to watch. And that's ultimately what a judge is looking for. They're not wanting to see changes in rhythm, changes in contact, inconsistencies. They want to see a really lovely, really consistent test. And if you test ride and you practice this at home, that is what you are going to give them. So that is it for our episode, all about why you need to be doing more test riding. If you enjoyed this episode, then please do share it. The best way to do this is usually on social media and you can tag us in it to to let us know what you think, where you're listening and the changes you are putting in place. Do also go and tag us in your test riding sessions as well. I'd love to see what you are doing in your test riding sessions and it might even give other people some ideas of things they can do too. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and I will see you next time. Before you go, I wanted to talk to you about our brand new challenge over at Decomplicating Dressage, and we're calling it Kickstart 2023. Now, this is the perfect challenge for riders who are feeling in a rut with their riding or their training or with their competing. If you want to feel more motivated, if you're unsure what you should be working on in your training, if you're unsure where you're going wrong or how to get those scores rising, And if you want to see real progress in your training and in your competing. Now in the challenge, we take you through how to reflect on 2022, how to analyze your own performance and work out what you need to do to improve those scores and improve your training and really see improvement in your horse and your riding. We also look at how to goal set properly so you actually achieve what you want to achieve. And crucially, we spend a lot of time focusing on how you achieve your goals by creating your own training plan for the year. So you know exactly what you need to do on your horse. And so you also have a plan and know exactly what you're doing every time you ride. Now, if this sounds like something you need, then you can come and join us. Just head to decomplicatingdressage.com and click the top banner that says Kickstart 2023. All the details will be there for you to join us. And this is only available for January. So time is running out to come and join us. But we would love to have you there and help you get your 2023 off to the best possible start.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.